Are you black? Are you educated? Are you broke? Not alone. Woo! Yeah. Now this is how you start a show. <laughs> Just like this. You feeling me? Ah. Uh, okay, yeah, pen and paper with a custom flow When you're blessed like this, you supposed to blow When it feel this right, now you can't go wrong Cause we black, educated, and broke <laughs> But not for long Not for long, 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 not for long, not for long. Hey, we black and we educated Topic of the conversation Now that we activated We up and we elevated It's giving what is given Forever how we living Mind on the business But there's knocking like a witness Like Not for long 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 That's why I wear my ring on the wrong finger Cause I married the wrong woman Hair look like the back of a toaster. Your mama. My mama? Yeah, your whole family. Ain't that a look at you. Mama so old, she was there first day of slavery. Your mama so old, she older than your grandmama. Your mama so fat, she on both sides of the family. That's okay, your mama so dumb, she thought a quarterback was a refund. Oh, ain't that a look. Your mama so dumb, they told her it was chilly outside, she wouldn't got a bowl. <laughs> you ready to go, baby? You can have him. I don't have a problem getting a man. That'll make it even easier. That's all right. Your mama's so country. She got an elevator, thought it was a mobile home. Oh, man. That took me back. Yo, <laughs> like we over here back. in just smiles. I hope that gives our listeners like an idea who we got on the man. show to this day. If you don't remember that scene in the bathroom and coming out and seeing the two women, and we're, man, listen. Maybe you're just too young to be listening to Black Educated and Broke. No, we love our young audience. We're going to teach you. That's them Gen Zers. Yes. Okay, and if you're tapping in, you're listening to Black Educated and Broke, hashtag, but not for long, okay? And like we said, the soundbite there, that is somebody legendary. Mm. Now, Q, if they don't know the scene of the movie, uh, what, what, what scene is that from? That's from Bebe's Kids. Okay, now, if we you We don't die, we multiply. Come on. <laughs> if you did not watch Bebe's Kids, I encourage you to definitely go to YouTube or find a streaming service. So they still get, they get coins. Yeah, I, think, if you get I, the, I believe it's on HBO right. Max. It's on one because I saw it recently. Yes. I believe it's on HBO Max. Tap in. It's so much nostalgia. But um, that's, that's, that's a little bit of a tease of who we got. But you know me, Randy O. I love to give a nice full intro. Even though, you know, she told me to cut it short. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, me cut something short? That's impossible. However, comma, we definitely want to make sure that we pay homage because uh, we have a real legend in the building. That's real fun. Okay. I like how you put that Francois on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, look at her. You see what she got on? <laughs> right. I've been seeing Randy for weeks because we do another radio show and she <laughs> had her Shaka Khan hair. Did she? Oh, yeah. That was my hair. women empowerment hair. Okay. I told you for Women's History Month, I had to have the big hair. I love it. Yes. Okay. And now I went to the office. I'm cute. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate you not it coming It is around here Easter time, but you like know. Like you've been doing yard work. I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the you. forehead right in front of our guests. <laughs> she trying to, you see what I go through? They, they always gang up on the girl. But it's okay because I'm an OG and I can take it. <laughs> anyway, back said. to our legend at hand. All right, so y'all coming straight out of Chicago. Chi-town, Illinois. Don't say the S because it's the issue, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Sight. 
the person that we have, y'all, she was also a communications major. Q, shout What's out. Up? We love the communications we love majors. Right. You know we love a Mike, too. That's Mike, it. Come yeah, on, Mike's the Mike university. Too. Absolutely. Not with the Columbus State. Boo, yeah, yeah, get with it, okay? So we got a communications major in the and building. And she on the camera. She came Z- out our major, too. Yes, come on. Hey, Miss Ross, we love you. We do. All right, but like I said, so this queen is a journalism major, all right, and um, also a comedian. Now, if you listen to the sound bite there, you probably kind of felt like, okay, it's giving funny, it's giving your mama so you. And that is so much childhood for me. They, the whole your mama jokes, we use that all the time. So shout out to making the, the you got that popping and the kids just bit off of it, okay? <laughs> but from our comedy, comedy co- uh, career, to kind of go back, did I found out, and did you guys know, she was did social services? For years, like she actually was giving back then, like trying to make a difference, and I find that impressionable. And then from there, we keep it going, we'll keep it on moving because that's just social service is certain type of people to work in that industry, and I I just respect it because everybody can do it. So respect, but even that because she's still a comedian at heart. Did you know that she also tagged up with her friend Robin Harris, and from there she left her career as a stand-up comic, gracing the stages, y'all. Let me tell you, she was on Def Comedy Jam. Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she also wrote for the comedian. I master. Talk about it. Yeah, so. <laughs> she definitely wrote for a lot of the comedians. Like, I bet you guys did not know that. She wrote for the late, great Robin Harris. Television shows like Martin. I did not know that. I thought that was a fun fact. And Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh, I love me some Mark, Mark Curry, Curry, okay? Yeah. All right. And then stuff from them, guys. You know, because she, listen, as a beautiful black woman, she she do multiple hats. She don't do one thing, okay? She then became a got in radio as a writer a contributor, and a cast member. Now, this is where y'all going to know it, okay? From the historic Tom Joyner Morning Show. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. It's the you Tom had to grow up on Morning that. If you, if you rolled to school, to summer camp, to daycare, Talk about with it. your mama or your parents, but specifically your mama, <laughs> damn it, you was listening to Tom Joyner Morning Every day. It Every was day. faithful, Every and day. I, I look forward to it, okay? Every morning. And her specifically, she's not remember this one. The poster child for single more uh, single mothers, and it came mm-hmm. on every Tip Monday. For the single mom. Every Monday, I posted, that was a, I liked that. I remember like on my way to school listening. Right, like, get you a recipe with grounded meat. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> grounded meat, you can make anything. She anything. All sound with so grounded good, meat, though. right? <laughs> all right, it didn't stop from there, guys. She has some other things which I didn't know, but she has continued to store in the business, writing for Tyler Perry. Y'all know I yeah, love me some Tyler Perry. Meet the some Browns this, and House of Pain. Yeah, House yeah. of Pain for sure. Running receipts, yes, and. She was writing for the Ricky Smiley to come as well. I did not know oh, that. Nice. So, like, you know, legendary type of stuff. So, as a regular comedian of the Tom Joyner Fantastic Voyage and the Martha's Vineyard Comedy Festival with Damon Williams, mm-hmm, we remember. Currently, just in case you want to know, well, how can I, who, who is this, how can I? Listen, you can catch her on tour. You heard me, sis is on tour. Getting them coins. All right, she's on tour with George Wallace, Mike B's favorite. Oh, and Jay Anthony Brown, and your Jay, other favorite. Right, and Jay. The whole time Jordan Brown so crew, right? <laughs> Two angels and a devil. <laughs> I had to put it in there. Yeah. Okay, and also, you can also listen to this legend every Wednesday on It's Sybil with Sybil Wilkes and Stephen Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the legendary Myra Jay. Myra Jay. Myra Put some respect on her name. Listen, super, super duper respect, man. Like I stated, listening to you in the morning, like, first of all, listening to Tom Joyner is the reason 
We I here. do what I do. Me yeah. too. Like, like this is like even before then, like growing up in school, I went to a communication writing magnet school. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the news as a kindergartner, first grade. They threw us in there. We had a news station, but listening to him headed to camp, and I'm talking about Huggy Low Down. Uh, uh, um, what was this? What was the uh, the soap see, opera? You, you getting in it's the, your the new it's your world? The you helped hair. produce that <laughs> creator. But we didn't get that. See, but you was in this larger see, market. In, that, in my in, market, yeah. we didn't have that. In Atlanta, so got, it kicked off in '94. Yeah. See, I didn't get I didn't get yeah. them until the like middle 2000, early 2000s, middle 2000s. Wow. So I appreciate the time I did get, <laughs> and it's, it's been lovely. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Shoot, I was just at the house, you know, chilling. I would have been sitting at home just eating a bowl of chili. <laughs> <laughs> grounded on meat. Yeah. That grounded meat. That grounded <laughs> meat. That's right. But I'm glad. So, the, you know, that the bio, that wasn't like, that wasn't too big. That was perfect, yes. Girl, look. She was what? looking like, I wrap it up. Came the back. wrap it up button. <laughs> <laughs> I went and got my taxes notarized <laughs> and everything. <laughs> she she was ready to hit the jingle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but but I want to kind of go back to one of those things about that, just to go from really from social service to now like full-time comedian, writer, actor, all these things. The transition, what made you decide to transition? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take it back even further. Uh, when, when I was in school, I, and I'll say, well, I'm going to take it back to actually grammar school. I always loved to write. I just loved to write mm-hmm. little short stories. And just let me say, back in the day, Little black girls were not encouraged to be writers mm-hmm. or or to be comedians. Right. If you were going to be anything, first of all, you needed to be a housewife. Mm-hmm. That that was your your job. Just grow up, get married, and have some babies. Yeah. Period. If you were going to be a professional, there were a few professions they allowed us to be in. You could be a school teacher. You could be a librarian. You could be a social worker. Maybe a nurse, mm-hmm. secretary. That's yes. that's it. Um, I loved writing crazy stories. And I remember when I was in eighth grade, I was writing this just, there used to be a TV show, Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. It was a cartoon and it was so corny. It had the words power and zap. Yeah, remember that? So you used to show up over their yeah. head in the little bubble, thought, thought bubble. Well, I had written this little thing where Batman and Robin came to the hood. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they was yeah. on the south side of Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh huh. Uh-huh. And and basically, we kind of took over Batman and Robin, and they were assisting us. And everybody was passing. It, and his name was Mr. Georgeopolis. I will never forget. <laughs> That's the science teacher came around and he grabbed this paper and he took it to his desk and he written. He said, "Who wrote this?" Myra. Myra wrote the paper. And he was like, "Come with me." We're going to the office. And I just saw my life flash. I knew you thought it was over. He going to call my mom. I'm going to die. I ain't even going to graduate from eighth grade. But he actually told the principal as part of our graduation ceremony, Mm -hmm. we needed to do this little play and act out my story. And that was the first little inkling that I ever got like, wow, maybe I can write. Um, going on to into high school, once again, was never encouraged to into write, do anything. But I was voted most humorous female of my senior uh, class. I was kind of, I was kind of like the female Ferris Bueller. Like you know, I was always doing something, <laughs> never got caught. Yeah. They were like, we know she you. do it. We Can't know you it. did. Myra did. Myra <laughs> did it, but Myra was too slick to get caught. Yeah. So I, I, you know, went off to college and. Did what everybody else did. I guess I'll major in social work because that's what I'm supposed to do. So that's, but but I but I really did like. 
helping people, and I hadn't had everything from working in juvenile hall to prisons. I was a child abuse investigator. Oh, oh I was in the trenches deep. Look at you. And it was too deep. I, I just knew that I was so attached to my clients that, that I couldn't continue to, to do that. And just on a whim, a guy took me out and he said, you ever been to the comedy store? Because I, I was living in Los Angeles then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mm-mm. and we went on a Saturday night. I will never forget. And it was like 12 white boys got up there. And at the end of the show, he said, what'd you think? I was like, I thought half of them was funny, but I'm as funny as half them guys. He says, oh, no. Because they're professionals. Yeah, okay. I didn't give a dang what kind of title you gave them. I'm telling you right now, I think I'm half as funny as half them guys up there. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, if you think you're so funny, this is on a Saturday. Every Monday night is open mic. I didn't even know what open mic meant. Mm-hmm. But I found out, and two nights later, I went up on stage. I only told one person I was in a poetry writing group, and she only went up there with me. We signed up as a team just so she could get in free. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she actually hid in the bathroom when they called us oh, up. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I went on stage, and it was like the skies opened up. I knew I wanted to do comedy. And this was at the comedy store? This was at the comedy store. See, that answers our question, Mike. Yeah. We, yep. we, were, trying to, we were having a discussion and trying to figure out where was the first place that you, you started and Mike had mentioned the comedy store with your picture and everything being up there. So not the name on the wall. The name, the name on, on the wall. wall. Yeah, that's, that's the name it. on the wall. Yeah. And I'll tell, tell you that that story later. Yes, but but yes, that's where I went on stage for the very first time, and I had a pretty good set. And you know, just just to be brand new and not knowing what the heck I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I often wonder if I would have bombed, would I have had the nerve to, to go, go up back? there, right? <laughs> you know, I do it again. But but I do remember. Um, when I came off stage, because they give you, you know, th- three minutes, and all these guys are, you know, they're coming in there snapping pictures, and who's your agent? Who's blah blah blah? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm a social worker. This is my first time on stage. If I would have known what I know now, I would have mm-hmm. laughed my butt off. But <laughs> but this is what they said to me, and I always remember this. They said, "You're funny, but you don't look like a black comedian, mm. and we don't know what to do with you." What does that look like? And, and well, this was close to 40 years ago, uh, almost. 40 years ago, I guess. And when you think back, back then, all of our sitcoms, the women on there were usually dark complexion and they were heavy set. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being dark complexion and heavy set, but we come in all shapes and colors and sizes. But that's not what they wanted to portray, and that's why they were perplexed as to, right. Yeah, you fun and and I thought then I was like, now do they say that Joan Rivers can look like a uh, Jewish uh, comedian? Uh, uh, like you uh, know what right. what what what, what, uh, is, what uh, is it with uh, you know with putting us? And right then I said, I'm gonna do stand up comedy. I don't care what these white boys say. Right. I was so determined. I didn't have the hookup. I didn't know what I was doing, but I just kept going back and going back and going back and going back to to get my. You know, t- two or three minutes. So I'm going to to the comedy store and the improv on amateur night, and I had been doing that for about two years. And then I happened to, to stop down at my little watering hole, just a place where I hung out and had drinks and stuff. But I went on an off night, with nobody in there, but this little blues band was playing, maybe 15 people in there. And when they took a break, I I just asked the guy, I was like, "Can I tell some jokes?" And he said, "Yeah, sure." I got up there, did my little shtick, and this guy came up to me afterwards, and he said, you really funny. He said, I'm a comedian, too. 
I want to take you over to this place. Get over and follow me. My name is Robin Harris. Mm. I had never heard of Robin Harris. I didn't mm. know who he was or anything. Yes. Got in the car, followed him over to into this other little spot where they were literally playing music, little bitty dance for a pack. And when we walked in, the DJ said, Robin Harris is in the house, and cut the music off. And the first thing I thought was, oh, no. this dude about to get us killed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. I was about to get jumped. I don't even know this man. <laughs> and he got up, not on a stage. I mean, he went where the DJ was playing music. So he mm-hmm. went to that little mic there at the DJ booth. And fired off joke after joke after joke, so and had the yes. people on mm-hmm. the floor. And I stood there in awe. I had never seen anything like it. And I was like, I want to be his friend because this guy <laughs> is a comedian. Test two, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That was my heart. He was so funny. So when they opened the, the Comedy Act Theater, which, which they actually opened because at places like the Improv and the Comedy Store, it was like they had a quota on how many blacks they would let up there in a day, oh, wow. you know. So uh, th- there was a thing where you had to, to come down to our part of town to see us, and the Comedy Act Theater blew up immediately. It was on Thursday nights. It opened at 8 o'clock. You could not get in at 8.30. Could mm-hmm. not Pat. get in. Wow. Robin hosted it. At, we, we called it Robin's House. Mm. It would be yep. packed. And some everybody came through there back, back in the day, from D.L. Hughley to, to Mar- Martin Lawrence used to run the spotlight so so he could get time on stage. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a list of people that before they go or before I go, I have to meet. And Martin is at the top of the yeah. list. Like, I've never met a larger Martin Show fan than me. <laughs> right. I, him. I literally him. watch it probably daily. Like if I'm like, oh, let me get dressed, I'll put on the episode and I'm quoting. Like it's very few episodes where I don't know it verbatim. Like that yes. is my show. Oh well, my let God. me sh- share something with, with you. Uh, that, that was my, my very first writing job. And the reason that I got the job at, as a writer had never written a script. Martin and I had the same manager at the time okay. as as comedians and they had already staffed the show blah 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 and maybe about a week into pre-production they realized that Martin and as you know his character was on the radio mm-hmm. none of their I do I do TV too. writers <laughs> had any experience in radio mm. and our manager said I have another client who's a comedian who writes for radio because I was writing for Tom Joyner at the time okay. And I literally got a phone call to say, hello, would you like to write for television? And I said, yes, even though I had never written a script before. <laughs> my, yeah. like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. And that's how I, I got the job. And if you listen to, to the show, cause, because I also did warm-up on, on the show, and that's the person who dealt with the live audience mm-hmm. as we were taping. Um, but if you listen, that, particularly the first season, a lot of times, we hello, caller. That's my original. That's you talking? Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, the come on, fan. The caller. <laughs> no, but listen, that, that, stuff like that is not, you know, it's not ingrained. You don't always pick up on the voice. And it, there's an episode where Martin tells the secret. Tell me that's not you that called and was like uh, about sex in the, in the workplace. And he said, are you are you naked now? You say, no. He said, well, then hang up. I'm not talking to you. I have no idea because no, okay. I don't remember. But, but I will say, say this. The caller who usually irritated him 
that's that's me. And and I did I did act on that. And my name was oh god, what was my character? Name? It it was when his character had the talk show, and the parents were hipper than the kid. My Duke. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my dude. That was on a word show. on the street. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, he was on there. Yes, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that episode. Listen, <laughs> that's my show, boy. Yes. So here's sticking on Martin. Just one last question about that. So in the first season, for a few episodes, he used to do a bit to where he was either talking to someone, like he had Richard Pryor on there once, mm-hmm. or he would tell like a joke. Did you incorporate that? Or is that something no, that he? Okay, no, that was no, on. That, okay. That's that's him. Right. Yes, 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 yes. But talking about writing, you, the uh, Robin Hare did li- what was it live from the Comedy Act Theater? Uh, yes, he he did he did it live. Was it from the Comedy Act? It seemed like we went somewhere else, but it may have been at the Comedy Act. But uh, yeah, because y'all got yeah. y'all big scene uh, where you coming from the audience and you come up on stage. That's all. Was that live from the Comedy oh, Act? Oh, that one was was live from from the Comedy Act. Uh-huh. And, and yes, and this is how that that started. Mark, I mean Martin, Robin would always say, "Myra, you ought to just say something to me." I was never gonna go on stage with Robin Harris. This is Robin Harris. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Robin. But at the Comedy Act, like I said, it opened at eight at eight thirty. You you couldn't get in. He had a th- thing about if you came in late, like after. Eight o'clock. He say spotlight, and whoever was holding mm. the spotlight would take the spotlight and put it on the door. And so, as soon as you came oh. in the door, the spotlight was on you, <laughs> and Robin would fire oh. you up, oh. boom, boom, boom. And it was, and, and everybody knew it, and yeah. it was just part of the show, and it was hilarious. So one day, and I, I came in a few minutes after the show started, and boom, spotlight, oh, and Lord. he said something about me, and I said something back to to him, and he said, "I bet you won't repeat that." And somebody said, "Give her a microphone." And they handed me a microphone in the audience, and he said, "Come on stage and say it." And that's how we started. That's Aww, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's, cool. that's how that's we started. So yeah. <laughs> Them snapbacks, but I guess that was. Uh, uh, but it listed you as a writer on on that 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 special. Uh, I I think because when we did we did a comedy skit uh-huh. on on the yeah, and, and I was one of the writers for that. Yeah, it's time for some comedy right here on Black Educated and Broke. The ugly men that be out there. Now, you know how you be out in the club. You done got all shot. Don't the ugly man come up to you first. Ain't that right, lady? Don't come up to an ugly woman. Ain't that right, lady? You know the one I'm talking about. Got your big old ass. Ass so big, take them all day just to blink. He live in some big estate. He tell you that up in the club. 
Go over to his house, house be so tiny you can heat it with a blow dryer. <laughs> but he talked about like in Baby Ski where he wear his ring on yeah, the wrong finger. He talked about he talked about his wife, and that's that's when you Myra was like, You always talking about your wife, but when you talking about if you see old footage of you and Robin, just the snapback, going going back and forth. And I mean, there's, there's so many things we could lead into, but you was talking, Randy was talking about the your mama jokes earlier. Like, you mm-hmm. can bring the your mama jokes. I know George Wallace been dubbed the you king. Right, right. He and then the him, Jay, especially <laughs> to the radio and yes. Sky Shows, him, uh-huh. Jay, and Miss Dupree yes. will go at it. And you will never hear you. And I'm it's like, not, well, where, where is Myra at? Because Myra could take it just like anybody. You all are going to laugh because I don't do much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do my Here's the thing uh-huh. When we were in grammar school Elementary school We did mama jokes Yeah Back, back in the day, so so I I just stopped doing mama jokes. I, I wouldn't do them. And they used to tease me all the time, like, why don't you do mama jokes? It's not that I can't. I just don't do them, period. So, so I would let, let the people who enjoy doing them, doing them. I do them as necessary. Got it. <laughs> it's something about, you know, you Chicagoans. <laughs> that it's, it's certain things that you guys possess. And telling jokes is one of the best things. I have a pro fight. I don't think anybody in college could hold a match to him. <laughs> he one day he oh. flamed the entire auditorium. My room. Oh yeah. He flamed the entire auditorium. We had like a an event, a comedy event, and it turned into this. And people cry and leave like they will not mess <laughs> with him at all. Not to mention the famous people that come out of Chicago. Oh yeah. From Bernie. Yeah. Mike, well, Mike started, started, started from the beginning. Okay, Robin Harris ahead. is from Chicago. Robin Harris is it, from Chicago. West from the side or the South Side? Uh, Robin. South Side, I believe. South, South Side. Yes, yes. But we go he back. left at an early age to to uh, Los Angeles. Okay. And yeah. now, now Richard Pryor is from Peoria. Right. Okay. P. Rowe. Yeah. P. Rowe. Mm-hmm. But Marshall Warfield is from Chicago. Yes. And we went to the same high school. Did you? Did. Okay. <laughs> we talked about it. I, I said, she know Marshall. Y'all already legends in the game. But Marsha Warfield from Chicago. With Shaka Khan, I just threw that in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like you said, you're talking about the comedians, Bernie Mac, right. Chicago, uh, Evan Linnell, he's still yeah, in L.A., yes, Chicago, yes, Melanie Camacho, Chicago, Cheryl Underwood had a lot of connections in D-ray. Chicago. Then you got the Youngers, uh, Corey Holcomb, Damon, D-Ray. Uh, Lil Rail, Chicago. Isn't that Deion Cole? And Adele Deon Gibbons, Cole. Chicago. Yes. Deion Cole, Chicago. Yeah. Sherry Shepard. Sherry Shepard. Chica- Sherry Shepard is from Chicago. Between DC and Chicago, see the <laughs> South come together. You got Birmingham, Atlanta, all them come together. Yeah. But you say for DC one city and, and Chicago comedians. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Chicago get DC around for them because Martin is from DC, but his writer. It's from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and so that made me want to get back to the writing because uh, that the hip hop series, the hip hop, uh, the opera, the hip hop soap opera, excuse me, the soap opera. It's show rural. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, but but I will correct you. It wasn't hip hop. I know. No, 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 no. I said say like soap opera, but you know, what, you know what I was thinking about hip hopper for some reason. Oh, okay. With Beyonce, which has nothing to do with this. But I remember those crazy stories because the way it would yes. end, like. I would not want to get off the car till I heard it. <laughs> right. So it, I started when you talking about. I always come up with these weird like stories. Is this stuff that you just kind of created weekly that you came daily that you came up with, or like a bit of things you had? What? No, no, no. This well, 
First of all, the the show was actually created by Brad Sanders and and myself. Mm -hmm. The the writers were Brad Sanders, myself, Jetta Jones, Mary Boyce, Mm -hmm. and we would just get get together. And actually, when when Tom created the show, the Tom Joyner Morning Show, Mm -hmm. he called a meeting saying, "I, I want to do a syndicated show. I wanted to inform, educate, and entertain. And he said, so come up with something interesting, you know, some, some bits or something. So we knew about comedy bits, and Brad said, Mark, we ought to do a soap opera. Because Brad, he already did the uh, Clans update. Okay. So, so it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Brad, Brad is a oh legendary. Then Brad, was he doing radio in Kansas City? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Dallas. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. And he's Maybe also wait, wait, wait. He's not, from uh, Chicago. I Brad should add that. Brad Sanders is from Chicago. The Clarence <laughs> update. Oh yes, my that, gosh, that, that took me back. Yes, and and also on the phone with Tyrone. Yeah. with Miss Tingling. Mm-hmm. I was Miss Tingling. <laughs> Come on, Miss Tingling. <laughs> That's hilarious. But Tom had met Brad years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from from back in Chicago. Okay. So we we decided to to come up with. It's your world, and since we all love writing and mm-hmm. creating, we would just g- get together and create these great characters. And and okay. I will say, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. And what was and and here's here's the interesting thing: Brad uh-huh. is a talented comedian writer, but he also has a great eye for for talent. And he would go out to into the clubs and recruit a lot of the, the actors for for the show. And so we had such a wonderful pool of of talent. You mentioned uh, Pookie. That's uh, Loretta Shelby. Pookie also played Chocolate Child. Okay. Yes. Uh, Brandon Bolin. He was Sterling. I keep Sterling. Sterling. <laughs> yes. Yes. But he also played Moni, and he played Sebastian the Butler. Yes. 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 What's the guy that do the voiceovers? Uh, and, and to me, he's better than the guy from Saturday Night Live. Light-skinned comedian. He was one of y'all. Oh, young oh, guy. Avion. Avion. Avion was in your world. No. Uh, he's, he's from a, Carolina. Okay. No. Avion Crockett is great. He, he played he played Scooter. But, Scooter. But Rodney Perry, who's yes. from Chicago. Okay. Another, Chicago. He, right, right. He, 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 he played he played the bar owner, I think. Yeah, so so we had so, so many people. In the town so of Wellington. Wellington. Yeah. Well, everyone <laughs> does, does well. <laughs> that was Brad. Yeah. Well, everyone does well. The Maserati car wash. I ain't going to never forget <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> never amazing, this boy. Stuff. It was just crazy. It was crazy. We had so much fun so much fun great great crew great crew yeah is that how you transitioned to actually becoming getting the poster child for the single mom no no this this was no this was the genius of of tom joiner when when he when he decided well i i started off as his his writer brad used to write uh when when tom was was the fly jock and and he would have the weekend show Uh brad would would write his weekend show and and he was saying Tom likes to do comedy bits mm-hmm. between the music on the countdown. And he was like, Myra, he doesn't have any women. And so it was like, okay, fine. So I started writing a couple of bits. Well, friend, my friends in Chicago, because I was living in Los Angeles at the time, was calling me saying, Myra, Tom Joyner is playing you on the air. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the weekend show. They're like, no, he's playing your bit during the week. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So he really took, took a liking to my to my work and stuff. So when he decided that he was transitioning from being the fly jock from Chicago to Dallas, mm-hmm. that he was actually going to, to do this urban syndicated show, he says, Myra, 
according to our demo, a great vast of our audience is women, and they are single mothers. I was a single mom in real life. He says, I want to bring you on air, and I am crowning you the poster child for single moms. So that's how I got that title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So trust me, a lot of that stuff, it was based off of real life. Like, yep, came home and your son ate all the food. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's real life stuff. And let's talk about it. And, and Miss Dupree, Jetta Jones. Yes, yes. Jetta Jones. The Sky Shows. Oh my God. The Sky Shows were crazy, 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 crazy. Remember what I, I called? So when I talked to Myra on the phone, and I'm looking for this picture. Uh, the Tom Jordan Morning Show broadcasted live mm-hmm. from Atlanta, 1996 Olympics, okay. during the uh, opening games and stuff, right? So I'm looking for this picture of me. With Myra and Miss Dupree, and I'm six years old. Oh my god! So I'm talking oh my to my god. mom. I'm like, you, you can't. I'm like, well, it's a book. It's like it's a full Olympic book. You know, we from Atlanta, so we had right. the Olympics here. And I'm my mom could talk about. You want me to send you my picture with my? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, I don't want your picture. I want my picture <laughs> with Myra J and Miss Dupree Jetta Jones. Leave me alone. I don't. Mm-mm. But just just the sky shows, uh, and like I said, the the cast because uh, George was with you all mm-hmm. for a while, and then he went to do other radio, yeah, and yeah. then Tavis became Tavis part Smiley, of the show. Yeah. And like I said you got in the two thousands, but that that nineties era of the Tom Jordan Morning Show, and then of course it kept in, it just enhanced, right? To and Tom, and like she said, Tom was mm-hmm. big on, and we talk about this as a cast. Uh, of, of I'm a write. I love to write. I, I put it together. Mm-hmm. I write it down. We'll script something out. Just writing it uh, for radio, and uh, it, it stems from you all and the Tom Jones oh, Morning Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you you know what, Peter? People and people are often oh, you you're a comedian. You so crazy. Blah blah blah. Yeah, true that. But. Let's not get it twisted. I have a master's degree in education. I have a master's degree in education. And so if push come to shove, mama gonna keep the cable bill paid. At least. That's right. Okay, cause these jokes don't necessarily pay all that much all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I I am a very big advocate of education. Knowledge can never be taken away from you. I don't care how hard they try, what they want to do. You know what you know what you know. And it'll never be taken away from you. So always learn, be educated, people. I I guess the modern term they would say, stay woke, I guess. If you want (laughs) to do that, that's cool, too, but... Well, that means, you know, our name, Black, Educated, mm-hmm. and Broke. I mean, but not for long. But, you yeah, know, for long. Right. we were all educated and we're all black. and HBCU students. Yeah, which okay. I know you do fundraising events for HBCUs. I have, yes. So yes, what, yes. Kind of, what kind of fundraising events are they exactly? Whatever whatever's paying at the time, whatever. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you, you know what? I, I'm actually... Uh, I, I don't necessarily know if it's for an HBCU. I'm doing something, I believe, on April 29th, somewhere down in McIntyre, Georgia. They, they just said it's for a scholarship fund you know, to, to help children go to school. Because that's that's my that's my heart. That's that's my my weak spot. Because just like I said, when I started, I wasn't even encouraged to you know to to go to college. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, baby, if you just get yourself a good husband and a job at the post office, yeah, I'll be all right. No, mm. <laughs> no, that that wasn't for me. That's but good to have your own your own thought pattern when it Very comes nice. to that because in our community we can kind of 
put our hopes and dreams off on our children for they can be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be, but to be strong enough to be like, listen, I'm not doing that. I want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that a lot. Hi, it's Myra J, and you're listening to Black Educated and Broke Baby. Right, right, right. And and I do believe we we, we really have to to listen to to our children and to to respect their de- desires. Like, and I know during my era, it was always college. I understand that college isn't for for everyone. I truly get that. I didn't say you have to go and get a PhD or get a master's. I said be educated. Be educated. That's it. So that means like, so, that, so if you want to be more specific, they say, well, if I don't want to go to school, just read books. If, and- if, if you want to look, computers and gaming and, and, and all that is so huge now, mm-hmm. you know, b- building software, hardware. Look, you don't necessarily have to get a master's degree to do that. But you do have to be educated. You have to be educated. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Mic drop on that. <laughs> but um, the last thing that I did want to talk about was your their award from President Barack Obama, the Lifetime Achievement Award for National and Community Service. Yeah, that's why we tell people don't don't read too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me just. Talk about that. I was nominated for for the. I have not to this day. I have not met President Obama. I wish I had met him. Mm-hmm. No, uh, some someone nominated me because of my community work, because of my work with, with the Tom Joyner Morning Show. So I was I was given that that award, but I I wasn't. He wasn't even there. So I heard. <laughs> but look. I'm going to tell the truth. The day that they gave out the awards, my auntie was coming down from Chicago, and she wanted me to pick her up at the airport. And she didn't give a dang who was giving out an award. Myra had to be at the airport to pick up AT, okay? And so that's where I was. Well, the fact you still were nominated, that's still yeah. dope. Like, nobody can say that. Oh, I was nominated for a lifetime. Nobody can just say that. Yeah. So that's still clap, clap, clap it up, Miss Myra J. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's frame. That's frame. And in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I brag about that. Like, see, yeah, go. Go past that hallway there and stop and read, Yay. baby. <laughs> read, read what your auntie did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before we um, we do rap. We're not Before that, we go not into that like I'm wrapping it up. Events. Okay, that's that's exactly where I was headed right there. I kind of wanted to know what you have going on. I know you, George, and uh, Jay were on tour. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything that you guys are doing now. Any tour set up or what? Well, just just the gig that, that I t- told you about. Um, uh, that, that I'm doing in Georgia later this month. I do have something with J. Anthony Brown in Louisiana sometime in July. I'm working the Fantastic Voyage oh. again Fantastic Voyage. for like the 25th year of time joining Fantastic Voyage, which raises money for HBCU. Yes. I will be doing that in, in May. And I'm not touring with George right now because Busy George Wallace is taping a television show. Oh, my. Yes. You know, yeah. So it's on that. What's that show with um with the old people? It's like it's like House of Pains, but the other one. That's, that's mm, Jansen that's Brown. Get, get me together. You yeah, show right. Assisted living. There we go. Assisted living. Yeah. I'm like, I love soon. all those shows. Yeah, We're we going to put Randy in there. Right in the system. <laughs> but yeah, George taping with uh, Norman Lear. Yes. Laverne yes, Cox. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, new, yes. New show. Norman yes. Lear. 100-year-old Norman Lear. Yes. Really? Yes. yes. He's 100 and still creating shows. That's that amazing. is. Still creating shows. Yes, that is definitely 
snaps up. I, I actually went to, to see him speak about eight years ago in Los Angeles. Him and the guy and his name escapes me. I, I know he, he created the, the show Mom, uh, Two and a Half Men, Chuck, Chuck Lorre. And just to, to hear these two just television geniuses talk. Cause I, I look, comedy is still my my first love. I love stand up, but I also love writing. But the but the art and the game of television writing, it's not easy. People people come in, girl. I got an idea for a TV show. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I I really do like writing for for television mm-hmm. but it's kind of like getting into the NBA you know really yeah yeah it's it, Ooh, it's not scary. easy it's <laughs> not easy it's a very tight knit group and and you get in and you sign contracts just like the the NBA people are, you still writing for song so no you write the, you sign a contract every year the end of that mm-hmm. nine months they, they tell you bye you got to sign a new contract yeah. again you, you aren't Guaranteed to, you know, just be, be with the show just like you drive for the bus company for 15 years. No. I don't think people knew that, so thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Mike knew. Because Mike talk about these new, he don't call them comedians. He won't call them comic facts. Nothing. Anybody who's Some on social not. media that's telling jokes or doing uh, skits, nah. Nah. Can you go on stage and tell jokes for 30 minutes? And I actually want to know your opinion on that, like these social media comedians, mm-hmm. you know, as far as that considering the self comedians now and even, I mean, is as, what is your view on that? Like, yeah, they're the same respect or not so much? And actually, yes, I do, because I don't want to take away anybody's shine. It's like, you know, if that's, if that's what you do, fine, because I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to get on social media and and do some little jokes for five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Period. Because uh, because I'm a stand up comic. Mm-hmm. Period. I I like to go in front of a club and perform in front of a live audience. That's what I do. If you like to sit at the house and turn on your your iPhone and you know put and put on a wig or whatever it is you you do and tell your jokes. Okay, cool. I'm I'm not knocking it. It's just not what I do. Just like I like all types. Of stand-up comedy, I'd like everybody from Sinbad to, to Red Fox. You can be super clean, super dirty. Was it funny? Yeah, fine. So that's that's all I say about that. Okay, safe Was answer, funny? whatever. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it, my. That's day. her opinion, Randy. Jeez, <laughs> Randy trying to create some controversy. Right. <laughs> I just thought, you know, because the way that Mike B. felt, I wondered if she had those same sentiments. She said but no. She, she, hmm. But you'll, you'll be surprised the 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 ladies and gentlemen in the game, thirty plus years, who can go on. And the George says it all the time. It's a lane. For everybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just one of the mm-hmm. ones. If you can't show respect or yeah. get on stage and and make me laugh, that's why a lot of the 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 veterans and the legends they love DC Young Fly. Yes. Because not only can he get on stage and bring it, but he shows respect. He is very respectful. That's because he got they his parents him. was 60 when they had him. He got an old older parents, parent. so it makes sense. Like when you young around old people all the time. <laughs> but but not even that. If if I give you the opportunity, can you do it? And like you said, my, they know I love I love comedy, but mm-hmm. I like stand up first. Mm-hmm. And so when I see some like Jess Hilarious, she's a mm-hmm. young up and coming woman in the game. But how I know she was doing a lot of videos. But when she proved her worth was in one of uh, 
Martin's comeback tours. Mm-hmm. And of course, Martin always brought Melody. Melody Camacho right. yeah. is right. his feature. For sure. Right. And I don't know how they got to uh, Just Hilarious, mm-hmm. but she got to open for them in Baltimore, her okay. hometown. Okay. Uh, and that's what really brought her to my attention. Because gotcha. people, you know, just like you see the videos. But when I heard Melanie Camacho talking about it, she was like, I got this young girl. Ooh. She funny. Okay. Okay, well, let me see what she's talking about. Because if you can get on stage and make me laugh, then you, are, I'm a fan. Right. But if you can't get on stage and make me laugh, you're just doing videos. I'm, it's just not for me. Well, you, you know what? What I find interesting, over the, over the years I've had so many people, especially young, young men, yeah, yeah, my boys say I'm funny. I'm, no, no, <laughs> no. Your boys love you. Right. You need to go on the other side of town or into another city where mm, not only they don't know you, mm-hmm. they don't even care about you. They don't necessarily like you when you walk on that stage mm-hmm. and prove yourself. Now you are a stand-up comic. Mm. You know it. It and there's so many guys, particularly to to me anyway, young black men. One one guy called me and he wanted to to do comedy so badly, and I said, "Talk about what you know. Be true to, to yourself." And he was like, well, "I I ain't been on stage in two years," and I'm like, "What what you been going through?" He said, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. My my woman broke up with me, and shoot, I I've been depressed. I cried and everything." Oh, that's start right there. That that's just what I told. Mm-hmm. I said I said then that's what you talk about. That you you a thug, you gangster. Your woman broke your heart, (laughs) (laughs) and then then you broke down and cried. And you know what he said to me? Mm -hmm. I can't do that. Let my boys think I'm a punk. I said, I said, then you'll never break out of the stand up Mm -hmm. game. I said, because that's what's gonna gonna make you different. You, the soft hearted thug. Boom, (laughs) there you go. That's your point of view. You go out there, you you talk about that. And he just straight up told me, he said. I can't do that because my boys are thin. Well, then, yeah, well, then now we you know will never why be his funny girl past broke your boys. Right. You'll sense. never be funny past your boys. Your boys mm-hmm. You know? It's time for some comedy right here on Black Educated and Broke. We all want to look good, want to look beautiful. We be going on all kind of diets and stuff. When I get that little spandex dress, still can't get in. I can't, girl. I just wrap it around my face, use it as a headband. But I did find something that worked, ladies. I found something that worked. The thigh master. Y'all know what I'm talking about when I say the thigh master. That little V-shaped thing with the little ball on the end. You supposed to stick between your legs, working like this here. Well, you supposed to point the V down toward the floor. Girl, I didn't read the instructions. Woo! Well, that's yeah. it. Uh, Q wanted to talk about. Uh, we mentioned this uh, in our text thread, but but women in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and go go ahead, go I from did. there. Um, Cat Williams talks about it frequently, mm-hmm. and of course Martin with bringing on comics who have been in the game for years, mm-hmm. but may not have hit a, a Monique level mm-hmm. or some more level mm-hmm. or any of those. How does that? Not necessarily affect, but how do you look at it? Because they want to make sure that they're getting their due, and mm-hmm. not just somebody who just came out. And now they're Tiffany Haddish, just mm-hmm. to throw it out there because we know she blew up overnight. Mm-hmm. How does that work? You know, with you guys? Well, actually, t- Tiffany had been out there a long time, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she really had. But look, let me just say this: this game, it is racist, it is sexist, it is ageist. That has not changed. Okay. Back in the day. As, as blacks, we couldn't get as much time at the comedy store, the improv. That's 
why they started the, the Comedy Act Theater. Um, Guy Tory recently did Fat Tuesdays. That documentary yeah. right, is right. phenomenal. Right. I still yeah. got to watch that. Right, and that's that's why he, he did that. And, and actually, people like, like me and, and others... It was so it was so humbling to, to me that they they gave us props and that's how my name is on the wall of the comedy store. Yes. Not that I played the comedy store so much. I played there many a times during amateur night. But but to me I couldn't get the just do that I had coming because I was black mm-hmm. and I was female. So I was like, bump this. I played down at the comedy at the comedy act, so when they opened this this up, it was a whole group of us. Up, I mean, people like Cedric the Entertainer, uh, Jay Farrell, so many of us that they just decided, yeah, to put our names on the on the wall, which I thought was just really, really, really. Exactly. Myra J, Lunell, Kim Whitley, rest in peace, D Militant. Yep, yep. A large group. Yep. That, that documentary, Avion Crockett, yep, yep. That yep. documentary is is so phenomenal and so critical to the the black black comedy history because like you said, when you talk about the ageism and last year, um Hope Flood does her comics rock mm-hmm. convention and mm-hmm. last year she honored uh Thea. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thea, they talked about uh, the late great Simply Marvelous. Yep, yep. And Simply. and I and I, you hear the story. Simply Thea, uh, J. Anthony Brown to be one of those people in, in Georgia in the eighties because you had a lot of comics in L. A. who were performing in L. A. But the comics that were on the road throughout the eighties and the early nineties, and they they tell you it wasn't no black clubs. Yeah, you they they comedy black comics saved comedy. Yep. And so, to, to you gotta watch Fat Tuesday. Black people mm-hmm. saved everything. <laughs> <laughs> Black people saved the world. Black people saved the world. Yeah, but but as but as women, still, you know, we we didn't get we didn't get the time. We didn't get the the recognition. And as part of that, if people may take difference with this. I don't care. As Black women. We will hate on one another. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is not necessary. Many times when it's a tour, you will know that it'll be five men, one woman. It's like, oh, got to have a woman on the show. Okay, fine. We watch the body language. Men can mm-hmm. come out, talk about their girlfriends, their mamas, their sisters, women. Just, ah, oh, Lord, oh, he's so funny. Your front laces turn, twisting, everything. <laughs> you laughing front so hard. Lace. The minute a woman walks out on stage, you the sit back, mm-hmm. you fold your arms, mm-hmm. you look at her front, to, head to toe. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I, I like them shoes. She shouldn't have worn that thing. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They start to to judge us. So it, it's almost like as women, we always had to work harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to work so much harder to to get our our just due. I am happy for any woman who makes it in this business. I'm not mad at anybody. I don't have any beef with anybody because I am a firm believer that I am where I'm supposed to be in my life. And I hope that everybody feels comfortable where they are in their life. Could I have, have been father? Probably so. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have had to work harder as a comedian. I'm going to be real. 
when they offered that television money for writing, mm-hmm. she, <laughs> man, I'm still getting paid, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably helping out as man, many times I watch that episode. Man, them Martin sure. checks still coming in the sure. mail. You don't get no residual <laughs> checks telling jokes. Right. <laughs> yeah. the, actually, the uh, I forget her real name, but she played um, Bobby on the episode when they used Martin's apartment. For a baby shower, she has a TikTok, and she talks about how she continues to get residuals from that show. Is it AJ Sanders? No, 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 no. not AJ. Um, I'm not gonna wreck my brain thinking about it, but we know who I'm talking about. But yeah, that's so that's that's dope to continue to get work or checks. And that show's been off the air since 97. Yeah. Make so, it rain. Yeah. Okay. But, but I will say, like, when you were talking to that, like, it really touched base when you was like, you know, you're where you're meant to be and if, how you could have went if you did something. Because I feel like even as myself, just, just being transparent, like, you feel like you should be further or you feel like, you know, you or you may see something and you'd be like, oh, well, I could be. And, you know, but you have to realize, like, your own journey is your own journey. Exactly. And what's for you is for you. So, for to hear you, just, I'm like, this is kind of reaffirming because, you know, yeah. you get caught up. And, like, people and social media is the devil sometimes because it's a lot of fake stuff, but people still see it and you feel like, what am I doing with my life? And it's just like. Never compare yourself to anybody else. Never. 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 We are all stars. Everybody listening, mm-hmm. everybody in here. You are a star because you are you. How brightly you shine, that's on you. That's on you. That's shine it. as bright as you want to be. But you and you are so respected. Uh I got a question. Uh little known black history fact on Tom John Morning show. Yeah. Okay. okay. The My queen, credit score is below four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now the I understand why she got the B210 because the credit score was not up to par. Now it makes sense. I got it. Make it make sense, Lord. The queens of comedy, were you the original host or guest host for Laura Hayes? No, I, 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 was, I was hired as the, well, I was told I wasn't the original host, but when we went on tour. The tour, uh-huh. Yes, I I was I was the first host on, on tour mm-hmm. with the Queens of Comedy. Then, then they brought on Laura Hayes after me, yes. See, the non-black history fact. Well, mm-hmm. What was the swap for? Uh, to, to this day, I, I don't know. Don't know. Okay. I would take it in, in technical terms that I was probably fired. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> or Lego. <laughs> oh, it, it's, look, what I say, I ain't mad at right. nobody. Nobody. Just little known mm-hmm. black history. Just same thing with Guy. That before DL was on the Kings, that was Guy Tory. Right. And that was Guy said really? Bernie and yeah. Steve Harvey. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when you, but when you do what you do yeah. and not and not mad, people like Guy Tory, people Very like Myra J, yep. the respect. That they have in this game, and like you said, still getting, still getting checks. I ain't never missed a paycheck. Listen, Ooh. I ain't never missed a paycheck. That's Say why. Say word. That's why. That's why I, I ain't word. mad at nobody. Why would I be mad uh-huh. at anybody? Mines are still coming to me. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. Well, let's shift gears here okay. while we're talking about you know uh, women and things like that. Let's talk about the situation. I'm sure you've seen with the uh, Angel Reese. Uh, from LSU and Caitlin Clark, mm-hmm. the whole basketball situation where you know, um, and for the context, because Q, I'm repeat, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that. I because I seen it, but he gave me the full context because I was just like, okay, they hating because the black girl does it. But if anybody want to hear the context, it's pretty much ultimately they had a game, the game before. They didn't just have a game. 
Okay, excuse me. It was it was the, the cha- before the national championship. Caitlin <laughs> Clark, when they originally won won that game, <laughs> she did this hand gesture where she raved her hands in front yes, of her face. South Carolina. Towards Angel Reese of LSU. So then when we got the championship game, now LSU is winning. Angel Reese does the same thing back to Caitlin. No. The hand she no, does the Randy. hand gesture. No, and let me tell the points. story. You gotta you got you own it, but you off of it because it's the final four. So in the playoffs, you play one team. If you lose, you're done. Nobody so cares about those. They just want to know about the hand. <laughs> <That's, that's, laughs> like, but, but, but you're giving awesome. the information is wrong. She didn't play Angel Reese the first game, and then that happened. That's all I'm saying. So the the finals yes, game is when so they <laughs> they are. We are a media source. So yes. being correct is right. <laughs> as you're as right. You young man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Stand back. We're uh, so... Caitlin actually did it to South Carolina, who is Don Staley, who's the head coach, mm-hmm. which is um, another predominantly black team. Not that it was race motivated. Right. She just did it because she was balling, and she's the greatest scoring mm-hmm. player on four men's, yeah. men's or women in the history of the NCAA. This is all important context. So she did it. You know, it's hype. You playing basketball. You can't see me. I'm done. We move on. But the, the problem came in is when Angel Reese did it back not necessarily back to her, but did it like, yeah, I saw you do that to them. Mm-hmm. Now let me show you after we're blowing you out in mm-hmm. the game. You know, it's about over. Yep. And everybody's up in arms about it, but it's basketball. And if there's any sport that's trash talk from beginning to end, it's basketball. Look, these are two professional athletes. They're professional teams. One talk trash, the other talk trash. But I, but I will I have no problem with what the system did. None, None whatsoever. But I will, and I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even watch the games. I just catch highlights because mm-hmm. that's just me. But even the, what's, what's the chick name? Caitlin? Mm-hmm. She said she didn't have a problem she with didn't. it. She didn't. She didn't have a problem with it. Right. She, she understands. Yeah. We trash talk. It's a part of the game. Period. So anybody who has a problem with it, let it go. White men. <laughs> exactly. Let White it go. men. And some black men, too, which has been, I can't say it's heartbreaking because they always seem to so they Which ones? They, listen. What? Not even going to no, no, go there. No, 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 no. Nuh-uh. Because it's all about love here. It's all about yeah. love. Roland Martin was your co-worker, uh, Mama Myra. He caught, was it Whitlock? He caught oh, behind. Lord. He was out of Kansas City. He wrote for us, too, man. So sad. So that that's dope. What um it was what's strange though uh-huh. is Jill Biden trying to invite the losers to the White House. And I, I may be wrong, but I thought I had heard that they were trying to clean that up. They should L- late this afternoon. They should. That that she said <laughs> she she would like to, but the winners will be coming to <laughs> LSU <laughs> will go. be coming to PR, the White House. PR, please. <laughs> spin it, spin it. it. Somebody it call Olivia Pope. Right. Olivia <laughs> Pope to the rescue, baby. Because uh, <laughs> Angel was like, "What a joke!" Yeah, like but, that was the perfect. Listen, that generation, they don't give a damn. Mm-mm. They they just say man and I applaud them for it mm-hmm. because you know some people won't. Yep. But to tell the the first lady you're a joke mm-hmm. for saying that. Yep. Come like, with me. Like I'm like, alright with it. Like no no no. Spin it however you gotta spin mm-hmm. it. But no, LSU should should get their props, their solo props. Absolutely. If you want to send the other team. What, whatever they give you on Chick Fil A, right? <laughs> some coupons, a card, right. a little burgers. I don't care. I don't care. But but I think LSU should be honored. 
by so, themselves. Absolutely. Yes. And that kind of brings up another thing. We're talking about sports real quick, um, how the winner should be the winner. You didn't mm-hmm. lose, you didn't win. You heard about the participation trophies for children in sports. They're, they're thinking about banning them in the United States. You know what? Don't even get me started. On Come on, United educator, because I know you got feelings about <laughs> right this. Right about now, because people, this this country right now is so divided and and so so sensitive now to, to everything. Well, for, first of all, I don't think that children should, should necessarily be given trophies for, for everything. You know, they, they're graduating from daycare now. You didn't everything. do nothing but right. go yes. and play in your peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> it's like, come on now. Something. You, remember back, back in the day, you couldn't wait to get, get your first cap and gown. What the mm-hmm. cap and gown going to mean to you in high school if you no, didn't have six have of them by then? Mm-hmm. No, really so, so, can, come on, I know. everything. Trophies. Yeah, kids can, can, have, can have trophies. If if you want something, right? <laughs> right. That, that's our old Theobadol joke. Winners get pizza. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on now, you you gotta win something. You just can't come well, you know. Man, at, at least man man showed up and sat in the dirt over there. Let's give him something for that. No, and that's what they're trying to ban. Just giving participation. Like even even though you lost, you that's participated. Dope. Here's still a trophy. I wish they would because it sets a lower standard for the kids. It makes you feel entitled that you're supposed to do something every time you're doing something. But if you didn't meet or exceed the expectations or requirements, we can't keep rewarding mediocrity. Right. That would be like a federal law. No, that's the there's three senators that are trying to pass it. Really? That was saying on the federal level. Yes, have a good day. Just (laughs) giving these kids trophies. I got A's. You supposed to I have a good day. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I am. We, we are, we are a brilliant people. Mm. We cannot accept mediocrity. And one of my pet peeves is equating ghettoness with being black. Mm. Oh, they thank are you. not the same. Every educator you. I know feel that way. <laughs> they are not, not an the same Lord. people. Let's stop. Oh. You being bougie, you being what? I had to get and get on my my family back back in the day, cause as a single mom, and I and I struggled. And in the early years, I sent my my son to a Montessori school, mm-hmm. and and take him home to the South Side of Chicago, and he in the kitchen, and you know, and mom and them and Look at me talk like a little white boy. No, he don't. He speaks English correctly. Exactly. If he was in here saying them that day, that you wouldn't have said anything. And that's when you should have been correcting him. As much money as I'm spending hard, as I'm working as a single mom, don't you ever make him feel bad for being mm-hmm. educated. Period. Yes. I don't play that. Yes. Yes. And then we left. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom when I play with that. It's not the same. And we it it's almost it's almost like like a ghetto mentality, like like that's that's our birthright. Mm-hmm. You know. We we in the hood, we hood, we ghetto and we don't want to do nothing else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We don't want to rise up. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Ghetto heck yeah. Raising the ghetto, we'll still mm-hmm. go back there and get me Absolutely. some good barbecue. Ooh, but okay. we can still get better. Absolutely. There's no reason for us not to want better. Nothing pains me more because I've traveled all around the country. So many of our major urban cities are named King Boulevard. Oh, what do yeah. you see on King Boulevard? Roughest. 
What do you see on King Boulevard? It's torn up. It's torn Run up. Down. It's liquor stores. Mm-hmm. It's just straight ghetto. It's yeah. busted cars. You know, the, the streets aren't maintained. The houses are, are run down. This is not what he worked for. This right. is not what he died for. Right. Let's take, we have to be responsible for ourselves. Do we have problems in this country? Yes. Do we have racism in this country? Yes. But then let's be accountable for our own selves mm-hmm. as well. I am a bit advocate of that. Yes, he did that. But what what did you do? What did you do? Yeah. What What are the steps that we can do better? And this is us, not only collectively, but as individuals. Mm. You know, let's mm. let's just be and be kinder to, to one another. We, we can all we can always start there. Always. Absolutely. Oh. Shout out to Atlanta. We cleaning up Martin Luther King Street. Okay. Shit, every street is Martin Luther King <laughs> down here. Uh, it's one long it's street. Atlanta, Downtown is construction. <laughs> when you get past Mercedes Benz, they have been cleaning it up as flowers. They about, and to, they about to tear it up. That's why the Gulch is about to become a whole new. Pavilion area to hang out like the uh, the Beltline, so it's all about to change. Yeah, Westside Park is in the mm-hmm. Grove Park area of Atlanta. Oh yeah, we, we cleaning up. You got to clean up mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ranch off, y'all. Oh lord, <laughs> that's literally how my stepdaddy said. Like, ranch it off, ranch off. Cringe. Sorry, I know you don't say this word by now. I'm like, ranch or street. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I got one more hot topic for you. Okay. The Chris Rock special. Ooh. Did you watch it? Live oh, special. Oh, 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 his his live his live special. You you know what? I just watched it. Mm-hmm. I just watched it just just about a week ago. I I liked it, and to to me, un, unless you have been pimp slapped <laughs> on nationwide television <laughs> in front of millions of people, mm-hmm. you can't say nothing about it. Chris Rock had the right to say whatever he wanted to say because he was the and and what. What hurt me so much, I had literally, just the night before, had finished uh, listening to Will Smith's audiobook, mm-hmm. the, the book Will. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I'm a Will Smith fan. Come on, Will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I done read your life story and everything. Pulling for, you did what, fool? Right. <laughs> when, when he did that, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed in Will Smith because there, there were so many firsts that night from Will Packard and yeah. Quest Love and all, yeah. we got all this yes. going on and you're going to be so selfish and pick that moment that you going to man up really do that's the moment that's the moment for real uh-huh. for real you going to run up on somebody of all look, people look I bet you cash money you wouldn't have done it to The Rock you wouldn't have done it to Mike Tyson you wouldn't even done it to Cat Williams or the so, Wayans and the Wayans either none of the Wayans not even Kim Wayans not even okay Kim. so <laughs> not even so, so, for, so yeah, yeah lost lost uh, and, and I and I still pray for him I want him to to do well but yeah my my respect meter went way way down for footing for Will and mm-hmm. and and I will say I even had more respect for Chris Rock in that moment because this is a live show yeah. that could have went cuckoo crazy right very there very much technical difficulties I know oh, okay we, we would have uh. had to go look I tell you right now, if commercial, I would commercial, straight commercial, commercial, to the commercial, because all you would have seen was a mic drop and then just a whole bunch of clothes flying. Right. Just I think would've... of the comedians, though. Let's go up there and slap Teddy Carpenter. Man, listen. Okay. Stop it. 
Okay. Uh, so camera many of them. Black all night. <laughs> so many of them. I'm like, dude, for that's that's why to when when uh Chris says selective outrage, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Genius. Yeah. Yes. That's just what it was cuz I know a whole bunch of men and just and, and several women. Yes. That several I'm women. like you would not have run up on Leslie that stage. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Big, big, big Les, come on yeah, now. Play, come on Big Les. Uh-uh. No. So so yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 team Chris on that. We love it. We appreciate you. We do. Very much so. <laughs> we appreciate you. This you has dropped been a lot one of, gems. of our, our greatest interviews we've done some interviews but really? to have a living yeah. legend to come in and sit with us not on zoom right listen I'm pull, I, I gotta be at work i'm i'm supposed to be asleep right now but i skipped my sleep because they said myra j's coming in today oh, and i'm like so i'm coming sweet. in here I, I can't miss it well i drank coffee for y'all i didn't even take a nap oh, <laughs> i'm on that take a nap generation <laughs> hey 20 minute nap is all like, I need. Let me I get need 20 a power minutes nap. It's like this after 7 o'clock. They want me uh, to be where? Ain't it dark sure. outside? It ain't dark well, here. What's your sign, Myra J? Pisces. I just had a birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Because you talk about loving and we should care about each other. She's giving me a water sign. So you're a oh, Pisces. Yes. Pisces. She was She's in Aruba creative. for it her birthday. I sure was. <laughs> Aruba, you said? That's what she was when That's I reached out. That's where I was out. for my birthday in September. Come on. <laughs> well, I love Connect. it. Love it. Love it, Wasn't baby. Wasn't it so beautiful? Okay. After this, I'm gonna show you a picture, cause, cause I'm gonna show you a picture that I did, cause, cause it was for my birthday, cause it was special. It's my birthday picture to myself. Oh, I can't wait to see. Okay. All righty. Well, Maya J, like I said, let us everybody know. Of course, we are grateful to have you. But how can we follow, tap in, get purchase tickets, support, all that good stuff? Okay. Well, pretty much, I'm on Facebook, cause I'm old school like that. I don't be going all them other things. Cause I couldn't find your Instagram, so thank you. She got one. Yeah. Well, I found it, but I was like, this ain't her. It is. About six pictures. Oh, from 2019. <laughs> but Myra J and then last name J-A-R-Y-M. It's just Myra J backwards because they shut down my other page. So I had to come up with a, another last name. Myra J, J-A-R-Y-M. Yep. Pr- pretty pretty Ran- much. Randy needs to a bouncing ball. Y'all was nice. This was so nice and easy. I thought I was going to be sweating like, I don't know, Trump at a trap house. And every Wednesday, you are on uh, yes. Facebook Insta- and, so- and YouTube Live. Yes, yes, with Sybil Wilkes Live. Yes, 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 with Stephen Hill and Quinn. And it's it's a very wonderful podcast. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. And I just, for you go, I want any last words you want to listen for, leave for our listeners, our audience, some words of encouragement, something positive. I always say life is a dance. Don't half step. Mm. Love it. That's Go it. For it That's a bar. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Myra J. All black house. educated and broke. And you get what you pay for when you fly these little cheap airlines. You know that, right? Get what you pay for. Absolutely. I was on a doggone plane. It was so cheap. Flight attendant said, last one in. Close it up. <laughs> Between my legs, I just start braiding his hair. 
They got us all nervous and stuff about the during Taliban because they said the Taliban yell out Allah before they kill themselves. The man next to me said ah. I said you better say chew. <laughs> I ain't got time to fight you. I gotta finish this man's cornrows right now. <laughs> <laughs>